Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. This is your bloody happy hour. We are back. We're back. And I hope you listened to Tuesday because we had some good stories. Yes. New quickies. And then we did some review of some old ones. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the moral of this stories? Never never trust a Mormon, right? Never trust a Mormon. Yeah. Don't marry anybody from Utah. No. That's it. Sorry. You live by that. I, I think only Utahns can marry Utahns. Yeah. And then. I feel like Colorado's like. Getting up there. Basically Utah. Yeah. And you know, unless you're Dion Sanders and coming with that whole group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you're probably safe. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Then you're coming for football purposes. So you're not dangerous. Yeah, you're not. You're no, no football players are dangerous. <laughs> never, very we've safe. never done any stories on football They're players. Very safe. They're very safe. <laughs> um, what are you drinking? I have some. Oh, it's a little tangy. Deep Eddy Ruby Red. It's the grapefruit edition, and I have these little. Oh, are you just? Does it mean you're real drunk? If you're yeah. a real drunk, if you keep yeah. these in your purse. Yes. I just bought some to keep them in my car because I don't always have time to stop. Sometimes you probably get a little, you, you know, get a little anxiety. You, you get a little stressed out while you're driving. You just need a little shot. Or take some goalie Oshawaba. Oh. Oshawaganda. Ginkgo Bonobo. <laughs> um, but my newest favorite drink, you guys could actually buy us around for next week. Since I've been binging Will and Grace, my newest drink has been gin and tonic with the Squeeze of Lime, Bombay, or Hendrix. So go ahead and Bombay cash out. Yeah. Bloody Happy Hour or Venmo. I Bloody Happy ha- Hour and buy us around. Yeah. Y'all should do that because we get thirsty and it gets real boring over here. And also, uh, we could have like a little bit more fun drinks. Yeah, you know, yeah, because we're always rushing. We're real boring. Mm-hmm. We're always coming straight from work. So, white call and truly is usually it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or whatever's at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I was gonna say I know that one of our listeners, Stephanie, she sent a Venmo 
for my fund for the Coburger. Or tequila. So it looks like you need to be buying so some tequila. So I'm going to get some tequila <laughs> with that. So thank you, Thanks, Stephanie. Stephanie, for we'll be drinking. the tequila that we'll have um, next week. Um, there we'll just, we go. Yeah, that's what happens when it gets canceled. Canceled. Okay, what's our story? What are we talking about? But first live show, tell Ooh. them when. Um, June 24th, guys, June 24th. We're Registration's out. A live show. You can go register right now. Yes. Where? The website. I mean, what is the our website? website is bloodyhappyhour.com or you can go to one of our page. You can go to our Facebook page. The link is there and or, um, inbox us and we'll send it to you. We're also going to post a picture of what the Dirty Chad t-shirt is going to look like. Thank to thank you to one of our listeners, DC, but not Dirty Chad. Um, and you will have the opportunity to get one at the show. Also, only if you come to the show, you're going to get a sneak peek of Dirty Chad. But you have to be at the show. Not going to come out on Spotify until a little bit later, and it's only going to be a sneak peek. So come to the show if you want a little bit of Dirty Chad. Mm, get ready. Get excited. For what's, the juice. what's our story? Okay, this is a trigger warning story, and I know we have those a lot, but this one involves a child. Oh. So this may deter some of you. But it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the victim impact statement of the father first. So if you don't like what you hear, then you don't have to listen. But it's it is a wild story, and it's not that gory, and there's not like a bunch of that kind of details. Mm -hmm. It's more of like this is a wild case. Okay, but it's very sad. But being born severely premature and barely filled my two hands the first time I held him. At the end of his life, after his body was cremated into a pile of ashes, he was ultimately no bigger than the first time I held him. Now, Your Honor, if I have any influence on the final sentence for Tisha, first I ask to be stripped of my last name immediately. It's nauseating and infuriating to hear her called Miss Stout this past three years. Secondly, I ask that for every mile she drove Gannon across the country, she spent one day in solitary confinement. After that journey is complete, I recommend her sentence be equal to every year she stripped off of Gannon's life, which for the average male in America right now is 77. So that would give her 66 more years in addition to the 11 he lived. Lastly, for every year of Harley's life that she abusively manipulated that child, she should have an additional year of prison. That adds 21 years to the total. I think without parole, that should suffice. I also pray that every night before she falls asleep, her last breath before she drifts off sounds just like the breath that she describes Gannon breathing as life left his body. And that all through her sleep, she dreams of all the fun they had at Disney and other places we went throughout our time together. And that every morning as she is about to wake, the end of the, her dream, the last words Gannon spoke to her screamed or cried, Tisha, stop. You're hurting me. Why, Tisha? Daddy, help me. I want my mommy. 
Why couldn't you let him just be a mama's boy? That's all he wanted to be. He just loved his mama. I wish you would tell me what those words were so I would know. And then as she speaks those words, the sound of a gunshot goes off and she wakes. Every day and night, I pray she relives just those moments. And then wakes up to a nice, warm, and kosher breakfast. Nonetheless, her loss, Lena's loss, is like none I can even imagine. She lost her big brother, her only brother at the time. I still do not know if she has fully processed or fully understands the gravity of the situation, but regardless has pressed forward and is thriving as best as she can. I am so proud of her. And these are her words. Once again, they're in yellow, so I'll do the best I can. And this is what I asked her if she wanted to say anything to Tisha, and this is what she said in her sweetest mind that she has. That you do do that you do not do that to people, especially your stepkids. And that it is never all right to do these things. How sweeter of a response can you get? Mm, my goodness. So I know. I'm sorry, but it that's was that his wife sitting next to or the baby's mama? No. His mama? New, no, but that is his wife. That oh, his, his wife, wife right now? Yeah. Where's his the mama? So the baby mama, she was on drugs. Okay. She was there. She's she's not in prison or anything, but she just didn't she he daddy had custody, main main custody, and he was in the military or in the um military. Yeah, I'll I'll go into oh, it. So okay. he was out a lot. This like is the trial that just National ended. Guard, National Guard. Okay. So this is the trial, yes, that just ended. This is Letitia Stauk, who was accused and convicted of murdering her seven-year-old, 11-year-old stepson, Gannon. Mm. And they talked about Harley in the, they, they mentioned Harley and Lena. Harley is her daughter. Lena is his daughter. <clears throat> so he had, dad had Gannon and Lena. Mm-hmm. And mom, or Letitia, Tisha, he called her Tisha, she had Harley, and Harley was uh, eight, 17 or 18. Okay. And we'll go into details about all that, but let me just tell you a little bit about how we're going into the trial. Or l- let's just start from the beginning. Who's okay. Letitia Stock? In uh, 20, let's see, Letitia was born in 1983, she went to, she had like a difficult past, but I don't know how much of it's really, she, she alleges that she was abused by her stepdad. She says she was sexually assaulted. I don't really know if that's really true, but I know she, there was, there was a rough environment that she grew up in. Um, she got married, she got divorced. She had, um, a history of domestic violence and battery and theft before she even met Al, which is Al Stalk, which is her, which is the guy who we just heard from. She did all this? Yes. Or it was done to yes. her? She had okay. a history of that. Um, she had been a teacher previously. Oh, man. She was lived in um, North and South Carolina. And where, that's and where, where are we now? she met, that's where okay. she meets Al, Albert Stalk. And they ended up meeting in 2015. So she meets Albert 2015. They get married. Um, 
and he has an 11-year-old son named Gannon and an 8-year-old daughter named Lena. And Letitia has a 17-year-old daughter named Harley. Okay. So we got three kids. And they're trying to, you know, build a life together. They have the blend, they're blended, blended the family. family. And she did she started to become resentful because he was out of town a lot because he was in the National Guard. And he was always going, um, I guess, out on, what do you call them, tours or something. Yeah. He just was going to do his duties in his service. So she felt like she was more of a babysitter. Yep. And she went from one to three kids. She went from one to three kids and his mom was nowhere, but he still wanted his mama. He didn't want her because she's evil. Mm-hmm. So no wonder she does. He doesn't want her. He does. Nobody wants to be around her. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit about Gannon. He was born three months premature. They, the doctors gave him about a 10% chance of survival. Um, they always do. Yeah. So <coughs> they, I say, yeah, like I know, <laughs> I have no idea, uh, <laughs> but they said that they thought he would have physical and mental, um, disabilities, disabilities. but, he didn't. Probably because she was also on drugs. Yeah. Um, but he was a fighter, and he didn't have anything wrong with him, and he went to school like a normal kid, and he was even in, like, GD classes. Wow. And so his little sister loved him and idolized him, and they, they the family called him G-Man, and mm. so they kind of talked about that at the trial. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of how... Gannon was, he was well-liked, and he, you know, just an 11-year-old kid. So at the house, they're having, you know, they're building their family, but Letitia and uh, Al argue a lot, and Tisha, Letitia, Uh brings in her daughter um, Harley to kind of, like, referee their arguments. It's not really. That's that's a great mom. Yeah, that's a great mom. Tactic. She's like, hey, who's wh- who's right? <laughs> who's right? Him or me? Who's right? And she puts her daughter in the middle of their arguments. Oh wow, I'm gonna do that next time. I yeah. argue. Yeah, you should do that. And now a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a Blend Jets. You can do that if you go into blendjet.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one mm, with it? some chia seed. Was not chunky or anything? It was very smooth. Wow. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. Oh, so this is wow. a great alternative. I love it. Um, it is battery powered, so all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks, and the battery never runs down. Oh, my gosh. I love battery-powered things. Go to Blendjets and order you a Blendjet and get a discount. Thanks, April, for sharing. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. 
When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel in to your routine. All layered products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy. Forget about the Gatorade. That just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. This is vegan. It's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip. And it's if you don't not like the taste of water, it's not as boring as water, not as sugary as the sports drink. And if you're an athlete, it'll give you the best performance. Or if you just get brain frog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated brain frog brain fog (laughs) the solution is cure hydration so go to that link enter the code you can go to my offer link it is zen z-e-n dot a-i slash b-h-h 20 cure hydration i'm your puzzle loving pal and i'm gonna tell you about my latest obsession wongo puzzles these things are the real deal folks They're high quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs, and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount, BHH. You get 10% off, and I really want to know if you'll order one of these puzzles. How would you think about it? Because it's so fun, and I need to order, like, five. Um, And so... Obviously, that's not a good thing to do. So then they're talking like out, out. He's at, he goes out of town. He's gone. And then all of a sudden, like um, Letitia calls him and is talking about Gannon. And is like, I found this text on Gannon's phone. And it's talking about he was asking a friend about bath salts. Oh, the real ones? I mean, the ones you put in the bath or the ones that make you eat people's face? This is where she's. 
this is this is what she starts. She's creating this. So she's she's like, um, hey, Al, I found this text on Gannon's phone. It's talking about bath salts. He's asking a friend to bring over these bath salts. I don't even know what's bath salts. Takes a picture. It's like, is this what's a bath salt? I don't know what's a bath salt. Well, what we find out during the trial is that this text is likely something that she made up or she just told him or she sent it from Gannon's phone to some other phone and she, because she has a burner phone at this time, mm. and that she's trying to create this scenario that Gannon is like secretly this into kid. this, into drugs and like doing basalts as a drug, the face eating drug as we know. Um, and so th- that's where she's kind of starting to set up this scenario. So January 26, 2020. Okay, so they got married in 2015 and they've they I believe they met in North or South Carolina. Now they're in Colorado and that's where they're living. They've it's it's January 2020. This is pre-COVID. And a fire starts in the basement of the home. Al is he's gone. He's out on his National Guard duties. Fire starts the house. Well, apparently Gannon had knocked over a candle and he burned himself as well from this. Can- it must have been a quite the candle. Wow. I mean, I've never Is this a knocked this over a-, a candle, burned myself to where I'm bubbling on my arm and bubbling <sighs> and it lights the room on fire. This was a rocket candle. Basically, rocket candle. So she, Letitia is like, he was bleeding everywhere, and that's why there's blood all over the walls. It's from, <laughs> from his blister, from his burns, from his blisters that were bleeding. Okay, because this is they're asking her why is there blood on the wall. Okay, so Al is like, so she calls him. She's like, oh, this is what happened, but he's just like, what? What are you talking about? You're, first, you're texting me. You're telling me about bath salts. And now you're talking to me about this fire that happened because of some candle that fell over. Like, I don't understand. And I, I need more. Like, you're just throwing random stories at me. Well, earlier in that day, her daughter, Harley, she was out and she was hiking. Okay. So she's gone and she's out of the house. Well, Gannon comes back, or let's see, earlier the same day, Letitia tells Letitia tells her daughter Harley that she was out hiking with Gannon. So Harley's at the house. Letitia and Gannon are gone. She's already made up the story to Harley. Hey, we went hiking, and you know, then they get back from their hiking trip, and that Gannon. Oh, I'm going to put Gannon to bed. Gannon goes to bed. She tells Harley, "Hey, you need to go say goodnight to Gannon," and she's like, "That's weird." you've never told me to go say goodnight to Gannon. I mean, usually he just goes to sleep, whatever. Yeah. So she like walks into Gannon's room, opens the door, sees just the top of his head coming like just above the covers. And is like, what kind of whispers is like, goodnight Gannon. And then like closes the door and goes to sleep and like whatever. But this was just another part of Letitia's plan story. Yes. Part of her story. So, that was on January 26th. Now we're on January 27th. So this is the next day. Everyone's going. Like, kids go to school. Letitia, I guess she goes to... She don't have a job, so I don't know what she's doing. But um, they do that. They go have their day, come back. Dinner time comes. Letitia's home with Harley and Lena, and they're waiting for Gannon to get home. 
but Ganon doesn't show up. And it's kind of like late. It's getting late. It's nighttime. It's been all day. Like, why is he not coming home from school? Where's he at? Um, and Letitia's like, well, I think he just, he's probably just at a friend's house. Okay, and they're like, okay. Mm. Night goes on. Still no Ganon. She is, she finally <laughs> calls the police and she reports him missing. But then the police come and they're like, well, where is he? Or like, what, like, what's the, what's happened? Like, what's the story? And she's like, well, I mean, I think he's at a friend's house. And they're like, well, why are you reporting him missing if he's, if you know where he is? Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, like she didn't think it through. Okay. And so, yeah. Hey, hey, people that do these crimes and then you're a dumbass about it. Like, have a better plan. So then once she realizes she doesn't know who Gannon's friend is or she doesn't know this name <laughs> of the friend she's going to make up, this is when her inconsistencies begin, if they haven't begun already. So she's, at first she says that Gannon left to go visit a friend, but then she can't give the police the details. And then she says that a man named Eduardo... Oh, it's always a Mexican. <laughs> Eduardo. These are the same ones that kidnapped Sherry Papini? Yes. Yes. It's a Sherry pa- These are those, it's like girls' uh, boyfriends. Cousins. Yeah, cousins. Eduardo <laughs> Eduardo broke into the home, came in and, and raped her, and then took Gannon. So she oh, was assaulted. Oh, that, oh, thanks for... Adding that later yes. on. So she's like assaulted and <laughs> raped and all this stuff. And then and then Gannon is, gets kidnapped. But then she says that Gannon is riding his bike, crashes, and gets a head injury. Oh. But then she says that for some reason, a man drives by, I guess after he fell off the bike and crashed, a man drove by and picked up Gannon and said, I'm just going to take him to my house and... <laughs> And, 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 I'll, and I'll fi- and I'll call nine one one when I get there. Uh, what is it? One story that he, she kept him home from school because he was sick and had diarrhea. Oh, there's yes, yes. And they went all these places. Well, I heard one of those stories. Okay, That's so this is this is one this is one of the phone calls between. There's there is, <laughs> um. A plethora hours and hours of of recorded phone conversations between Letitia and Al that oh. were played during trial, and you will hear how I'm I'm gonna play about four of them. And where is he? And now Al's so he's away, but National is he in another Guard. country? Is he no, on a boat? He's just is in a different Guard state. Oh, okay. He's just in a different state, and he ends up coming because he's just gone. It's just like within a couple of days, this happens. And do she we know like, how long they've been married? Like 2015 and it's 2020. So they're so married for five years. years. So it's not like he just married a stranger and left or left I his think, kids I mean, with a stranger. It, it, you'll, you'll hear. Just listen to her. Okay. Just listen to this. I just know that it was an accident. And all I get was someone was trying to help me. And then I didn't know where he went from there. I, the one I'm wor- worried the most about is the freaking head wound because what was it? How bad was he bleeding? And th- this is after the she says that he fell off the bike and got a head wound. She and she told him that or the popos that she told him that. Okay. So this is what his kind of response is. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Like. Yeah. 
like like it was it's tell me bad is bad like blood's dripping down his face or bad like he's laying there and there's a puddle or what oh like dripping down his face well did you what, did you do anything to wrap around his head or anything yes I, my clothes i had on had blood on them your clothes the clothes you had on yeah okay and did this guy did he have a phone he said he would run back to his house. He had Gannon, said he'd run back to his house, wrap it up tight, and he would call 911. Okay. Gannon was talking. So he took Gannon to his house is what he told you, right? And and you, you did you stay where you were? Or did you follow him or what? Babe. Chunk <laughs> up. I don't have an answer to that. Let me hang up. Yeah, so... Okay, th- this, um, a lot of the audio, it was kind of choppy during the trial. This is actually very clear how, based on what we heard. Um, I was going to say something. Was there a question that I had? Um, oh, said oh, bloody oh, clothes. oh, oh, no. All of these conversations that he's having with her are these are all recorded by FBI as well because at this point he's already suspicious. Daddy is yes. Okay, so he so is, he's done called the FBI and yes, said yes. The FBI are already. Oh, I'm about to tell you right now. Yeah. So because within 24 hours they get everybody involved, FBI, and so by this time it's it's a couple of days, and he she's already changed her story so many times that he is now in communication with FBI and is calling her and has their conversations recorded. Mm. That's why there's so much many many phone calls because she did not shut up. And neither does Maria and neither does Victoria and neither does Rosie or any of her other 12 personalities that she claims to have. She's the one. So, Within 24 hours, the authorities upgrade his status to missing and endangered child, law enforcement, FBI, and all volunteers from around the whole community. They are searching everywhere. They're searching the mountains. They're searching here. They're searching there. His favorite color is blue. They're wearing blue. The people are turning the their porch lights on their houses blue. Mm. They're doing everything to get Gannon back. So at this same time, this is when Letitia decides that she's going to make public statements and she's going to do this TV interview. Now, I don't know if you've seen this TV interview, but this is the one where the back of her, she won't face the camera. (laughs) She has the camera that's behind her and it's just the back (laughs) of her head. And she looks like the girl from the ring, not (laughs) only in this interview, but also in, at the trial. And she's got this oh, greasy ass. Her that. hair is greasy. She wore the same sweatshirt. She wore the same shirt like three times. I swear she does not shower. And she looks like she smells real bad. And her main attorney, or one of her attorneys, he looks like a pedophile. And they were laughing the whole time and talking. And it was very odd. I'm so, I'm so and it was, yes, it was, it was real bad. I did hear a... She had a, like, she didn't shut up. She called up different people. She, um, and she was interviewed and interviewed on this this TV interview. Well, even news and news reporters interviews. She even brought, she, so she's mic'd up. She goes and gets her daughter because they're like, well, 
can she vouch for you that you were here during this time oh, this or whatever? Daughter. And she's like, Harley, Harley, come over here and tell them that I was here d- after that time we went on hiking on that trail. Just tell them, yes, I was. <laughs> and she's like, yes, she Poor was. Poor Harley. Where's she, she at now? Lo- she is gorgeous. Oh. She's like mixed. And her mom's a sociopath. Oh. Yes. So she at? Where's she gonna go? I don't know. Look, look up Harley Stalk. S T A. She had the last name too. Oh shit! What was her last name? Look up Harley Letitia's daughter. So it's the next day around. Um, let's see. She does all these. Sta- she gives these statements. She does this stupid ass TV interview backwards, and she's scrutinized, and the public and the everybody's just talking. But they're like, "This girl is real suspicious." So the next day, Letitia leaves the house. Harley Hunt. Harley Hunt, yes. yes. Oh, wow. Ooh, she could be a model. She could definitely be a model. She's gorgeous. Oh, look at her mama. Oh, my goodness. Oh, her mom is literally the devil. Y'all, just wait. So it's the next day. It's around 3 p.m. Letitia leaves the house, and she's out for the rest of the day. She texts Harley throughout the day, keeping tabs on where, like, what's going on at the house, where's Harley, what's happening. And Harley is left at home with Lena, her stepsister. And so that evening, police come by. This is just, like, the next day. Police come by to get more information. So they're ringing the doorbell, knock on the door. Harley's at home, Harley and Lena. But Harley calls her mom because her mom said, do not answer the door for anyone, especially the police. <laughs> so she calls her mom Good and she's flag. like, she's like, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, do not open the door. I, think I feel like you probably want to be working with the police officers if you're looking for a missing kid. Yeah. Okay, so she opened the door. So late into the night, Letitia calls Harley and she's like, you need to come here right now. I'm at this hotel. You need to come here right now. She's like, I'm not leaving Lena. She's here. She's eight years old. Lena, she's like, I'm not leaving her here home by herself. She's like, well, you got to figure it out. And she's just a bitch. Yeah. She's just so mean. And she forces her to, she's like, leave and take her somewhere and drop her somewhere else off and come over to this hotel. She's at a hotel. Okay. We don't know why. We know why. She drops off Lena at a family member's house. She goes to the hotel. Nobody's there. She waits for a little bit. Mom shows up. Letitia shows up. She has a rental car. Uh, Why? She got, oh. She's in a she rental. Going. So she's, she's in this rental because apparently, and I don't think I have it recorded, but in one of the conversations, she tells Al why and she was like well i was we were i was driving around so much looking for gannon that i didn't want to run up the mileage on my car so i got a rental that's things you think about when your kid's missing (laughs) that is exactly what crosses your mind could you imagine what he's thinking he's like are you yeah do you really think that's actually real like you think that people will believe that but i i can't help but think there were not red flags that this bitch was a mean, narcissist, evil stepmom before 2020. I'm like, he must have just been really And you can't even blame COVID on this. No. This is just how she is. Yeah. And who she is. Ugh. So, 
she finally shows up to the hotel. They they spend most of the night at the hotel. But then, like, Letitia can't figure out what she wants to do. She want to stay there. She want to leave. So it's, like, early, early morning. They leave the hotel. They take Harley's car. They go back to the house. And then uh, Harley has to go to work. And so Lane is, I mean, Letitia's like, well, drive me back to the hotel because I got to get the rental car and then you can go to work. So this poor child is like having to carry your mom around. And like, she's like, well, I don't know why you have a rental car. You have your real car just sitting in the driveway and I have to drive back and forth. I have to go to work. I have to live like I, wow. I, I, this poor girl. I hope she, I, I will adopt her. We'll be good. So mm. I know it's, I don't, I know this poor child. So. Letitia gets, she's in her rental, and she, like, returns it back to wherever she got it from. Albert calls her because he's like, well, I'm worried about Gannon. Have you found him yet? Like, what's going on? I'm, he's getting suspicious because all of her stories are changing. And he says that he, he eventually asks her directly about uh, if she has any involvement in Gannon's disappearance and this this next clip I'm going to play it starts off where it's like she he is reassuring her that he's on his her side no matter what but then you can see you can hear his tone change as he gets frustrated because of what she says okay all of her deception Uh, teacher, listen, uh, like I said the whole time, I'm just trying trying to help you and trying to keep you and Harley safe from all, I mean, these people are after me now. I don't know who the hell it is, but I, like I said, I had to go get my clothes changed and everything just so I could blend in better. And I want you to know that no matter what, no matter, no matter what, we can work. Because at this point, she's been saying that all these people, like, she's saying that this Eduardo guy came and attacked her and, like, she's made up so many different stories to him that he's now trying to just like play her game. Like, Oh yeah, I know those people are after you and they're trying to get you. No, yeah. They're after me too. And I have to be safe. Oh, so that's okay. what he's saying. Okay. There. Just together and I can help you. Okay. But you just got to let me help you. But I have a very, you told me to be straight up. I got a very straight up question. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Did you kill Gannon? I need to know. I need you to answer me yes or no right now. I killed Gannon. Did the you? answer is no. I can't believe you asked me this. I, I, being straight up again, you changed your story again to me for the fourth time. No, I changed my story. You did. This is the fourth version of the same story. Okay? Wow. I, like half of what you told me today with the cut foot... And now he's got burned arms and picking it and his butt's bleeding. All this stuff is, is new to what you told me the other day. And the other day you told me that cl you cleaned up the area where you got raped so nobody would see it. <laughs> but now you told me you just changed clothes. I just don't know what the hell's going on. Hey, if you get raped, be sure to clean up the area. <laughs> okay, so th there's a, that's another part of the story is like that, she, that I think she was either, she talks about him, Gannon and how he has these issues pooping on himself but what what it's what it seems like and based on the phone calls and the testimony everything and then it didn't come they didn't come out and straight say it but it's what was implied is that she's either 
gave him enemas mm-hmm. or laxatives because he couldn't poop, but it was almost like they made it sound like a form of rape. If she gave him an enema, oh. is that when you stick it yeah. up? And like did that in order to cause him pain. Like would put oh. enemas up him to cause pain. All like all the time? Well, it it just seemed like it was it was like oh cuz dad's like I know that there he has like bowel movement issues or like but there's never an explanation of why he had those issues if he had some kind of gastrointestinal situation or uh. if he was allergic to something and it just seems like she was like well I gave him laxatives like usual and the enema and it was just like it was a normal thing I'm like I don't that's just what it implied that that was part of her torture to him and Have like, you ever had an enema? No. Wait, an enema, that's the one where they push a bag of water up your butt, right? I think they do put something up there. Is that what you do when you have a colonoscopy? When you Aren't have you a baby. 40s? Don't you have to do the colonoscopy? Do you get that in your 40s? I think you're supposed to. No, I think 50s. But I had, I had to have an enema before oh, I had a kid. And they push up, they, there's this bag of water, and they put it up your butts, and they squeeze all this water up your butt, basically, so that you don't poop on the doctor when you're pushing. But people poop on the doctor all the time. Yeah, but my doctor didn't want to be pooped on. So he was like, let's go ahead and give him a, let's let's give her an enema before, so they get all their poop out before they have a kid. And I was like, great, I don't want to poop. I don't either. So I would rather poop in the toilet before. Uh, Absolutely. Or if you have a weird husband, maybe he wants you to poop on him. (laughs) But. Keep it clean. Um, if you don't hit the bathroom, like right when that thing is coming, I can see how if you get enemas all the time, that you have to be real near a toilet. So if she does that, form of so abuse. that's the story so that, that I could be a form. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because you don't, you yes. don't even need to be doing that all the time. No. That's medical reasons only. Yes. And that's sodomy. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's, that is that, sodomy. Yes. That is sticking something up your butt when you, there's no need to. Exactly. Yes, that's what they were implying. Yes, the story that I heard is that she told whoever this story was that he didn't go to school that day because he was having stomach issues mm-hmm. and he was going to the bathroom on himself. So they drove around town and went to a sporting goods store because they were going to look at a bike, but they never got out. Mm-hmm. And they went somewhere else, but they never got out. And Dude, then- the amount of stories that come from this story, <laughs> because she talks about that, because then they're like, but then she brings up this whole other story about how some somebody was following her, and that's why she drove to that store, and when she drove to the store, she parked, and there was somebody who, there was a pregnant lady, and the pregnant lady got in her car and held, was like held, holding her at gunpoint with out a gun but but then the pregnant lady made her go into the store but then the pregnant lady before they went in the store she realized that the pregnant lady was not pregnant it was a fake belly and she had a bunch of money stuffed in her stomach oh wow these aren't even good lies and and but wait it turns out that this lady was laundering money with the Mexicans 
You're in Colorado. You're too far okay. away from the no. Mexico. So, so then that's why she had to go because then the lady had her at gunpoint, held her, and like made her go into the store. That's why she had to leave Gannon in the car by himself. And then she didn't know what happened after that. Okay, this is like story number seven, right? Oh, gosh. But it turns out that this money laundering pregnant Mexican lady is real person really happened two years prior. So she's coming back and she's using stories from the news that happened two years ago. and To her or to somebody else? It didn't happen to her. She's Uh, just making it up as she's telling her stories. And she like almost like just grabs this memory of this random story that happened two years ago and uses it as part of her uh, alibi. I do that sometimes. (laughs) Random true crime story and I think it's really going to (laughs) happen. So... Mm -mm. This is why it was, I didn't have one of my lawyer attorney friends that I typically watch trials with. I didn't have them like explaining it as it went. So I had to kind of figure it out myself. Wow. But now that Al is finally realizing that, um, the like Letitia, she's crazy and she's doing all these things. She actually starts to realize, oh, he doesn't believe me. He doesn't believe what I'm saying. He's trying to call me out. He's asking if I murdered him. I need another plan. And she starts to get paranoid. So she's like cops are, she thinks cops are following her everywhere, which they are. And she starts driving everywhere to avoid them. And so a few days after he's reported missing, her and Harley go to Marshall's. This is a different story than the pregnant lady. So they go to Marshall's. They go inside. They're coming out. And as they're coming out, they get arrested. Great time to shop. Great time to shop. Great time. They get arrested? They Harley get, too? They both get arrested on the spot. Oh, Harley. They eventually, re- like, they, I don't even think they take them in. I think they just arrest. I don't know what the, but anyways, they they get released and they, Letitia, Letitia and Harley, well, really, Letitia's like, oh, we're not staying in the house any longer. It's just, I don't know, we, need, we need another option. So she comes up with um, the fact that nobody's on her side. And so they go back home, pack up some suitcases. And they flee. And they flee in her rental van. Do they wear diapers like the astronaut lady that drove across town? And they didn't want to stop, so she just wore diapers so she didn't have to pee. Just get a Gatorade. What really? What do you want to sit in your own pee? I, so she I would did. Take she wore a... diapers so she didn't have to pull over and pee. Okay, bitch, you're <laughs> gonna get a yeast infection, and that is just—I can't. I'd rather take lots of dirty baths. Um. So they're bringing all these suitcases. Police are out there watching them. And the police are like, we need to check the contents of the bags. So they do. And they don't find anything. So then they were like, okay, well, guess y'all can go. And so they leave. Letitia and Harley are going. They're on a road trip. And they go to the, they first go to a hotel, meet with her family, and then they try to come up with a plan. Because she has no plan. Okay. And also, where's Gannon? And also, where's Gannon? Uh, where? But really, where is he? Yeah. Yeah. So. Do, oh, they do find him because they did cremate him. Okay. Yeah. So, during this time, 
Harley's at the hotel with this with some of the family. I don't know what whatever. Harley's at the hotel. Letitia leaves. She's gone for a period of time. Nobody knows where she goes. She just goes. Oh, she's getting rid of the body. Well, apparently, she has had a storage this whole time. area that nobody and knows about. That's where she was going because she was taking Gannon, who was. I didn't. I gotta. I gotta not jump ahead. Okay. Because I didn't tell you what happened to him yet. No. Okay. So. Letitia, is, okay, so she's gone. Nobody knows where she's at, all right? And so, blah, 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 she goes back to where she's having another phone call with um, Al, okay? He is still like, where's Gannon, where's Gannon? And she's like, you know what? I'm going to prove to you that I'm not lying. And she decides that she's going to go to a website. Called fakepolygraph.com. <laughs> because Sounds she's like a legit website. Gonna, to me. She's gonna show her husband that she's not lying and she's not involved in this case. Oh, that's however, this the the questions that she submits backfire on her because they don't allow you to ask questions that have to do with anything that's criminal intent, anything like that. But then she's like I don't know what we're talking about. I didn't ask any questions about any criminal intent. Let me read you the questions and then I'll play the clip of her talking to this guy. The questions are, and, and she submitted these questions okay. and she answered them. So that's how this works. You go to fake polygraph, you write yes. your out, you write out your own questions and you write out your own answers. Oh my goodness. So, Letitia provided the following questions and answers that were supposed to, supposed to be truthful to fakepolygraph.com. Do you intend to answer these questions regarding your stepson truthfully? Yes. Is your birthday August 4th, 1983? Yes. <laughs> Did you participate in any way in causing harm to your stepson? No. Did your stepson return with you to your home? Yes. Did you participate in any way in causing the death of your stepson? No. <laughs> I submit to the court that if Letitia had nothing to hide, she would not have to pay for fake polygraph results. Okay. Here. Wait, and so she did this and she's showing this to who? She is sin she did this to sin to her husband. Okay. <laughs> and then Where they, does it say if it's true or fake? It says, where did, in the call? Oh, I thought she, in the results. Like, does it say yes or no? Or oh, yeah. deceitful or not deceitful? Oh. On, like, question, like, it has the question, and does it say lie or no lie? Let me uh, see. No, it just says yes. It doesn't say Oh, that. okay, okay. Okay. Here is, I'm going to look at the website, fake. Holly. Yeah. Yes, um, I didn't get any confirmation about all my tests I paid for. Okay, give me one moment, please. Let me have a little look. We have already sent the results to your email account. I don't. I don't have them. Mm -mm. 
Okay, let me try resending that, and if you don't receive it, give us a call back. Okay, I thank you. Thank you, though. All right. Yeah, no, unfortunately, it's actually been blocked by management, this order, <laughs> um, due to the contents of the questions, so we're not going to be able to send this report. Due to the content. Okay, so do, do I get my money back? <laughs> So this bitch over here, he's like, she went on fourteen ninety five. Sorry, I'm sorry, but due to the contents of your questions, we cannot so send you your report. Flagged FBI. And she's like, oh, CBI. So do I get my money back? <laughs> and he's like, nah, girl, no, nah. no, nah, bruh. And then we got more. Not on this case, no. Um, obviously, choose our terms and conditions. It does clearly state that any. Um, sort of illegal activities or anything like that. Obviously, the management do reserve the right not to send the report. Um, obviously, we do incur processing fees, so that's why a refund wouldn't be true. Okay, so you, what do you do now? Just delete it and go on about life and take money? Yes, we would do indeed. I got you. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Go ahead and delete it. Go ahead and delete it. Um, I talked to you earlier and you said that the request I did was um, Bitch can't shut blocked up. or something. But I looked on the terms and conditions and it says you can't say things about like infidelity and stuff like that. So I don't, I'm not sure how that was blocked. So that again, sorry, that you can or can't. No, you, okay. So I call, I did a report earlier and you said you mm-hmm. would send it to me. Then when I called back, you said it was um, blocked that I wasn't allowed to get the report, but then I clicked the terms and conditions and it says you can do questions about infidelity and stuff like that. Yes, infidelity you can, correct. Right, and that's that's what I did. No, you said murder. <laughs> Your report was about infidelity, was it? Yeah, like I answered, I put questions in for it and you had to put uh-huh. like answers and you said something about it being blocked. Yes, yeah, so what were your questions? So it was about during the time that we were away inside of another, like in another state, did I talk to and I gave the person's individual's name, Ortega. That was one of them. Then it said, are your eyes blue? What? what? <laughs> Ortega? Yeah, I'm not quite sure what's happened there then. <laughs> Ortega? <laughs> this bitch quite, is obsessed with Chicanos. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what's happened then. Eduardo and Ortega and the pregnant Mexican lady. And Maria. <laughs> Y'all, this lady is... She's not insane, though. I need... I need she's just psychotic uh, and evil. I need Vatos Locos to get her in the prison. Oh, for sure. Vatos Locas. So now she's like, oh, shit, I'm hitting the road. My destination is changing. Getting my and diaper. she has no direction. She's getting her diaper. She's good to go. She's taking Harley, though. Oh, Harley. She's taking Harley with her. She has no idea. And then she's like, Harley, as they're driving, she's like, Harley, where do you want to live next? And Harley's like, I don't know. We're moving. Like, she didn't know. She was like. You know, and she's just, you'll hear, I'll have a clip of her in a little bit, but she's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's just like, this all, this has all happened and it's been four days. This has oh, all been in four only days. Only four days. In four days. Wow. So. I would tell Harley to come to I, Waco and she can marry my son, but she's going to have too much trauma. She might gonna be a little crazy. 
She's beautiful. But she is beautiful. She tall. Will, she good breeding stock. Well, I mean that. She looks a little tall. I don't know who her dad is. I don't know what he looks like, but she's really pretty. So Harley doesn't question her mom because anytime Harley talks back to her mom or questions her or goes against what she says, guess what Letitia does? Backhands her across oh, the face. Oh, no, Harley. It's it's like that. Whenever I heard that, I was, well, I mean, obviously the murder, but you can just, you can't visual, I can't visualize somebody stabbing somebody, but I can visualize somebody slapping somebody across the uh-huh. face. And it's weird, but it's like that stood out, and I was like, that is just, that, that's very cruel, which yeah. obviously, I mean, yeah. You know, you don't just, you see in movies people getting slapped or whatever, but you don't, I guess you see people getting stabbed in movies too. So, Well, anyway, she's just an evil, uh, evil, evil, like you're doing this to your own daughter because you don't want her to talk. I mean, it's just bad. So they make a few stops in Texas. They don't have any direction. They end up going to Pensacola, Florida, and they spent the day in Pensacola and and she was like, yeah, this is where. And then she's like, oh, wait, let's go to Orlando and stay with Casey Anthony. <laughs> and let's start a new life there because she got away with murder. Yeah, let's get tried in Orlando. But then after about a day in Orlando, she was like, mm, I don't think this is a good spot. I feel like police are following me. Well, probably they are. So they end up going to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and they stay at a friend's house. I don't know how she even has friends. So now it's March 2nd. So it's been... Oh, and it started in January? Yes. Wow. It's been over a month since he's reported missing. Letitia's finally arrested. Okay, good. At the time of her arrest, Gannon has still not been found, but there's now evidence. Um, the evidence around her is circumstantial, but she's being transport transported from Colorado to... From South Carolina to Colorado. Yes. Okay. While she's being transported, she's handcuffed. I do not know how this stuff happens. I don't know how you escape handcuffs. I don't know why you have a monster can next to you. But she escaped the handcuffs, and she grabs the monster can, and she hits it on the police officer's (laughs) head. It, like, beats it. like, hits the police officer with it. Attacks the police officer. She's in the car, okay. in the van. So the van's driving. So you see this body cam footage, and all you see is her arms behind her, and then she like is looking around, and she's like rolls her neck because you know she's trying to play. Up she's this trying thing. to be crazy. She's trying to be crazy, and she like gets her hands free, and all you see is her arm swinging, and then like she goes and hits this wow. person next to her, and then they uh, get on, you know, and she's like, "You are, you are hurting me." I mean, it's wild. She had it. She, all she had to do is do like everybody does from Waco and just say she's Jesus, and then she would have got away with it and just been in a mental institution and been over with. Yeah, I mean, but she tried to say she was fourteen people, so didn't work. Didn't That's work. the hardest thing to prove ever. Yeah, she said she had uh, DID, dissociative personality disorder. Disassociative Identity Disorder. Identity. Which I'm going to read to you in a second. Um, But. Where was I? 
Oh, yeah. It's March 2nd. Okay, so now she's attacked this person with a monster can. She's in custody. It's been a couple of weeks. And then Gannon's body is discovered. Where? In Florida. What? She had it the whole the time. The body is discovered under a bridge by bridge inspectors who are inspecting this bridge, which they inspect every two years. So they must have just inspected, like they had, it's been two years they inspected. What if they didn't, what if they inspected it after she dumped him? It's at the panhandle of Florida. They come across a suitcase. We will hear, well, I heard, I didn't, I didn't put it in here, but no, I did put it in here. The bridge inspector talks about finding, I did, we are going to hear it. He talked about finding the, um, finding the suitcase and at first he's kind of like lighthearted about it and then you can start to tell that he's I mean you, obviously if you find a body in a suitcase mm, you're very traumatized and it's a little boy and, you and can, he's 11 years old <clears throat> and he keeps <clears throat> clearing his <clears throat> throat like mm. that so that's what you're gonna hear and we're gonna listen to this right now she was traveling this whole time with him in there Remembered that we had seen the suitcase. Uh, we finished up our inspection and then went back to the suitcase. And why did you go back to the suitcase? Pure curiosity. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got back to the suitcase and where it was lying, it was lying at kind of a, uh, an odd angle, but the handle was towards the underside of the bridge. Um, so... I mean, uh, I reached out for the handle and immediately noticed it was very, very heavy. <clears throat> um, and I looked back and remember telling Matt, I said, I, I don't know what's in this. I said, but it's heavy. I said, and where it was at, it had a possibility of being waterlogged. Um, we didn't know if there was clothing or something in it. We just noticed that whatever it was, was probably waterlogged and saturated um, just due to the, how heavy it was. And what, did you open it? <clears throat> Yes, sir. Uh, tell us about that. <clears throat> I was the first one to unzip it. <clears throat> and before we opened it, as soon as we unzipped it, we immediately noticed the smell. That's what hit us first. <clears throat> I remember looking up at Matt, who's quite a bit taller than me. Um, and I said, Matt, I think there's, there's something dead in here. And unfortunately, we do come across sometimes somebody will throw out a litter of puppies or something in a bag and you know is that's not uncommon and it just it smelled but it was so strong it, it was just it was different that day <clears throat> so i didn't initially open it and we kind of thought about what we were going to do first <clears throat> when we finally went ahead and unzipped the rest of it the the, the smell was so overpowering we you know we kind of stepped took a step back and the first thing I remember seeing was just two little feet and that had little football socks on them. The best I remember, that's I remember to be in little socks on them. And before I could, before anything else happened, we couldn't really make out what it was. Um, Matt dumped the suitcase over. And of course we initially, uh, immediately knew it was a body. Um, but after looking at it, it was um, 
we couldn't tell male or female, um, boy or girl. We just, we didn't know, um, a lot of black hair. I just, and then I turned away. Oh my goodness. So she drove from Colorado to Florida with the dead body in her trunk. And this was in a van and Harley was with her. Did they put Harley on the stand? Yes. Did mm-hmm. That's that is just next. So Oh yeah. mind, Trent oh. can't marry Harley. That's too much trauma. <laughs> so she had to do a lot of cancel. So Harley is told about this news of the suitcase and she's in shock because she was in the car and she cannot process it she can't believe it she doesn't believe it and she's like there's no way this happened like there's no way that happened like she didn't say it again the police have told her this yes okay the 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 police tell her they found the suitcase and they said that this is what they they think that your mom dumped this suitcase and she was like clearly in the car or in the van uh-huh. this van and so they were like we need to obviously talk to you and so she was in she was unaware and right. she, and luckily she was a minor at this time so they did, they couldn't like really video all this yeah up until this point, had you ever gone to the back of that van? Hang on. Damn it. Keep that in for this. Up until this point, had you ever gone to the back of that van? Oh my God. Back. No. At any of the stops up to this point, had you gotten any change of clothes or gotten any suitcases out of the back of the van? No. At any point during this trip to Pensacola, did you smell anything in the back of that van? No. Do you know why I'm asking you if you smelled anything in the back of that van? Yes. Why? Because Gannon was back there. Uh! Did your mom do anything to prevent you from smelling anything in the van as you were driving? Yes. Um, she always kept the air on. I remember a time when I was cold and I tried to turn it off and she was like, no, it's hot in here. And um, we also like kept giving the dog like little like CBD treats to keep them calm. Did you help your mother throw that suitcase over a bridge in Pensacola, Florida? No, I did not. Oh God. At what point did you not believe your mom anymore that she didn't have anything to do with Gannon's death? Um, I like started having questions, but I still like believed her for a while. And it wasn't until this past like November it was recently. So, like November. Yes. Like, like. When was the trial? Just t- like yesterday. What is this? Okay, May? we're in. What month are we in? When did it start? And okay, then, the trial started in let's say March or April. So her mom has been in jail, and she just when, and when, so so let's it's May right now. Uh-huh. November is when she finally re- realized. Was the mom in jail? Oh, yeah. But, like, she had been trying to claim insanity and all this uh, stuff, and it got delayed and delayed and delayed. So just now, oh. I don't know what it was that made her just now 
think of it, but some people were trying to say she had something or she knew, but I think that she was just like being abused by her mom. I think you just don't want to know. Like you can't like fathom. Uh, yeah, you, you can't fathom that. You want to think of everything. Everything else is going to make that's better sense. That's the last than thing this. you're going to think about is that there's a dead Gannon is chopped up in a suitcase in the back. Mm-mm. So she's shocked. Her Letitia's brother then gets on the stand and he's shocked. He's like, "Why, Letitia? Why did you have to do this? Why?" Like, and he—that's exactly what he sounded like. They this had is take, who? Who her, is this? Her brother. Letitia's brother. Yes. Oh, wow. And he's a black boy. So I don't know if she looks, she looks white, but she's. It's probably like my brothers are white. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> and I mean, I'm black. So, so don't she, be real confused. He, he is just like, and they have to take a break. It's, it's within like the first minutes of his, him getting on the stand. And it was so, oh, it was so sad. So. She, it, n- nobody could believe it. Like, the family just couldn't. That's why they were, I guess, kind of, they didn't think it was her because obviously who does something that oh, horrible. So what also that he realized is that she had actually rented two rental vans. She had originally had one and then she did whatever she did with that one and then she took it back and she got another one. But as she's switching the vans she needed, I guess she, I guess so, she took all the stuff out of the first van. She goes and gets the second van, but she needs help loading it back up. And so she calls her brother. Brother comes up. The, this is wild, whatever. So the brother actually helps her load this suitcase. And he got a weird feeling about it. He testified to this. He said he got a weird feeling. He didn't know why or what the weird feeling was. But he asked her about this one certain suitcase because it looked like it was so heavy. And he was like, what is in that suitcase? It's so heavy and it looks so big. And she said that it was softball equipment. I guess she played softball. Like, I guess she like occasionally played softball, but she told him it was softball equipment. And so obviously he feels guilty because he helped load the body suitcase into the van. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's that. And so that's why you always say what you think. Because I would have called up Mama and been like, Mama, I think Letitia chopped up that baby and that baby's in that suitcase. But I'm just saying. He probably did. Look, I, I saw my sister-in-law walking towards Suspension Bridge with her three kids. Wait, and and I was did? Or yes. you telling a story? No, I did. And I called my mom. I called my brother, and I called my mom, and I was like, I think she's about to jump, throw him off. <gasps> I think she's about to throw him off and jump off herself because she got three kids. And you're walking towards the Suspension Bridge? Wouldn't, wouldn't you think? Like, this is stressed out. I mean, I'm mom. I, I, I was like, she's about to just jump him off. No, to the to get some fish or something. To the suspension bridge. <laughs> to get some fried. Get some. I was like, going to go you? fishing. <laughs> they they go didn't fishing. have no fishing They go feed the ducks. Nope. So I just had to say it, just in case it happened. I was like, well, at least I said it. They didn't but believe me. Did Did it happen? No, they're still alive. Oh well, that would have been a better story. I saw them and I yelled out the window. I was like, I love you, Joey and Zoe and DJ. 
just in case you threw them off, that was the, my last words to them. Well, at least she <laughs> thought about them. You know. More than Letitia did, because guess what? Now that she knows she's screwed, she decides that she needs to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. I mean, say your name's Jesus. And so she claims that she had a psychotic break, and this led to her harming harming Gannon, and that she had dissociative identity disorder, which is someone who has multiple distinct personalities and various identities which control your behavior. I mean, I am a licensed psychologist, so... <laughs> um, and so sometimes this can cause memory loss. You can have delusions. You can have depression. And she starts to play up this role. And they hire this decrepit, old-ass lady in a wheelchair, which I'm not shaming you for being in a wheelchair, but this lady is 82 years old. <laughs> well, then again, we do have a couple of... There needs to be term limits. But anyway, she is... This renowned psychologist named Dorothy Lewis. Okay. There's a documentary on HBO called Crazy Not Insane. And apparently she is the one who is like, I guess it's her findings and that's what the, what the documentary is based on. Mm-hmm. She's determining that a person is crazy, not insane. Um, but she is a, like... Dorothy, Dorothy Lewis, reminds us a lot of Letitia. Oh. So they're two peas in a pod. So she's like, if this bitch is crazy, then I'm crazy. (laughs) And so it's almost like she tries to protect her in a way. And she's like defending her. And it's weird because it's like, obviously, she's faking this and making this up. And I don't know why you're trying to be on her side and you're... She, it's like she's very narcissistic as well, like Letitia is, and so is this lady. Like, this lady was, I mean, I'm late to things, but she was very late to everything. She was just like, you're running on my time. You're running on my schedule. This is what I said. She, like, didn't turn over certain things to the attorneys, and she said she did. Was she and black? No, she's oh. an old white lady. I was like, you're here. And she's late. And her, oh, and her son, this is part of the trial. Her son shows up because he's... I he's like obviously like smell like weed. Yes. <laughs> Did you know? I think he told us. Oh well, he showed up smelling like weed. They had to make an announcement to the courtroom, and they ended up seeing him in the hallway smoking weed in the courtroom inside the courthouse in the hallway. Wow. And they had to be like they had to make this live announcement like we know we told you not to smoke in this court in this house like courthouse. You can't smoke cigarettes. You can't smoke weed. You can't do anything in the courthouse. You knew that. We saw you did it. We know who you are. If you do it again, you're not allowed in the courthouse. Just hood rat. And this is this lady's son. Just this psychologist doctor's son. Oh. Anyway. So she said he's she's is insane. Or not insane. She says that, yes. That, that she is itch. That's DID. So she remembers. Uh, okay, I do have a video. I think I do have a video. I'm, I'm videoing it up today. Um, she is. I'll, I'll have to. I'll kind of narrate this as it goes because it's hard to hear it. But 
This is this is um, a couple of her personalities coming out to the doctor. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. If someone is trying to hurt people, I'm going to make sure they're okay. Because that is what I do each and every time. I'm going to always make sure that people are going to be okay. So I don't look. Could you sign your name, she says. understand why I'm always being asked what is going on in here. Because this is my job to do things for people and to protect them. Because it's what I have to do. That is the protection. I'm going to always do that because it... Okay, so Letitia's saying that she's the protector and she always has to be the protector. And the doctor is like, who's the protector? What does the protector do? Because this is this is Maria. Not oh, Maria. she's protecting Letitia. Protector. People are hurting kids. And then people are inside your home, people are inside my home. I'm going to protect them. Do you understand that? I spoke with you with someone who, uh, who said, I protect them. I protect them. Okay, you can't hear what this lady's saying because she's like literally decrepit. She says, I spoke to you. Someone who who said I protected them, I protected them. I always protected I them. Always protected them. Oh, sorry. sorry. Okay, now Letitia's back. Oh, I don't know. I think who is the protection. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm saying sorry. So she's saying sorry because the psychologist is like. I don't understand. What are you sorry about? And then she, the psychologist is like, I don't get it. And then Letitia's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> that was Maria. Okay. Okay. I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about prison. Celebrity. She <laughs> pretends she doesn't know what they're talking about. Who would be the protector? Who would be the protector? Oh, my protector is Maria. Oh, oh Maria. Maria is my protector. Marie, Maria. I don't think very much she talk with you. Oh. If you want to talk to Maria, I don't know. Sometimes she'll talk. Sometimes she won't. <laughs> okay, so oh my while also during the trial, there's the di different days she wears her hair like Tisha. differently. She one time wore it up on top of her head with two long straight pieces like coming down in front mm -hmm. she's wore it on the side she's wore it ring style in the front of her face covering her own face and every time she had a different style it was like her different personality I so she's she really playing, playing the part. it up she was really playing it up wow so she has been after all of all this this is this is what is um her defense Disassociative identity disorder, which we talked about. Um, and she's also claiming to um, that these various identities take control of her behavior and this causes memory loss, delusions, depression, and that you can present unique challenges for both investigators and the system because it complicates how you determine guilt. So it's it's very hard to, I think, prove because she, now she's saying that she's insane but it's obviously no nobody bought it. Nobody bought it except for that eighty year old lady. Um, 
And so it's it's saying that you don't have conscious awareness of what you're doing or you don't remember what you did. And so this is their defense strategy. But yeah, it's it's a different standard of guilt because then like if you don't if you're not proved, you just feel like it's a waste if you are like insane and you just go to a yeah, like a sane asylum or whatever. Um, so do you want to know what happened to Gannon? Yes. How did Gannon die? So she has this, you know, she had this very large suitcase. Um, and what she did was stabbed him 18 times. And where was she? At the house. Okay. And, the, I mean, she just, she just out of, no, she just. Did she end up confessing this? Yes. She. Ends, As Maria or. She says that she doesn't have, um, what did she say? She said that she, I might have, a, I might have it clipped, but she was saying that, uh, I think that, yeah, that Maria did it and that she realized that Maria did it because she talked about how, oh gosh, there's so much stuff. She says how Gannon was, there's a, there's a whole video of a truck, the, her truck gets backed into the garage and there, the, this comes into play at the trial. Cause the neighbor has video. Because the neighbor uh-huh. has video and they're like, we never saw him get out of the truck. And she was like, well, that's because Lena helped carry him and you didn't see him getting in and out of the truck. She had to help carry him and he must've already been gone by then. And I remember him, I remember him taking his last breath and I remember what it sounded like. Cause that's what it sounded like when my grandpa took his last breath. Oh gosh. But I'm like, no, you didn't, because none of that is even true. Because what she did was stabbed him 18 times, then she knocked him out, and then she shot him twice. Oh, God. What, whose gun? She had a gun. Oh, God. She had a gun. And. So the blood in the garage, was there ever well, blood? Well, it was blood in the. Basement. In the basement because of <coughs> the stabbings. But she said it was because of his burns, and that it was that's why there was blood on the wall, because of his burns. Wow. Yeah. So. And she ends up saying this on stand or in a. Well, it's all, it all comes out in the conversations with either the doctor, with the investigator or with Al. Al. Okay. Okay. Because there's so many. Because she just couldn't shut up. She had so many conversations he recorded. And did she ever say why she just felt. This one? If someone is trying to hurt people. Oh, that was the one I did. Um, yes. Hang on. I didn't want to have to play this, but because it's kind of hard to hear, but it's it is what it is her confession. They can see what they want, whatever about me. 
I never would purposely hurt Gannon or hurt anyone that I would have thought it would have been Gannon. Never in a million years, okay? Never had these kids all over the country. If I was going to do something like that, it was somewhere in another country. Like, come on, like people who want to kill people do it because they want to take someone's life. That's not what happened. They paint me as this monster and I did all these crazy things. I never once knew it was Gannon. I, in fact, didn't even know it was Gannon until later on. The reason I didn't is because Lena, I guess the noise was Lena up. If you read the reports, Lena told you that she helped carry Gannon's body. That report in her interview, she says on that that Gannon's body's not moving. That's because she was there and she helped carry Gannon's body to the court. I couldn't get him up the stairs. I couldn't, I didn't even know it was Gannon at that time until I moved him up there. I lose it. Like, I am all over the place, like, screaming, crying. That's how Lena hears me. Lena's helped me. Now, Harley's still asleep. She hasn't woke up to read of this. Harley's a hard sleeper. Lena helps me tote Gannon up the stairs. I'm throwing up, like, Blood, the side of blood, the side of him. Like, I lived on the Gannon is still alive. Gannon is barely talking. We try to get him up steps. We get out the garage to go to the car. Not blank out. Because at this point, I think I was in complete taking Gannon to the hospital. But I was on the passenger side. Okay. Now, my leg's bleeding. Which, if you look at the footage from the hospital, you can see where I got hit with a bullet. I, 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 I. That's probably why there was a little bit of my blood on the car. So that's noise. And it reminds me of like when my grandpa died, he made like this noise. That was the noise I heard when I raced back up and I'm in the garage, in the car. Now we look at camera footage and my car does go out. Five minutes, so leave the neighborhood. So what we put together is that it must have been when I went out in the car hearing the noise, that must have been when Gannon took his last breath and I was still out of it, go back in and park the car. One of the- Really, bitch? Oh my gosh. She, so, she brought it back to her. Everything. So... She's telling this to investigate or to this interrogator, and they uh, obviously nobody nobody believes nobody believes it. She's demonstrated over and over that her actions, um, by her actions, that she does understand the difference between right and wrong, and she is fully aware of her actions and the fact that she's concealed Gannon's body and went to all these lengths to hide evidence indicates her recognition of right and wrong and if she hadn't realized what she did wrong then she would have allowed him to um like she would have let him be found yeah so and to be like carried i love how she tried to blame lana Lane, and yeah. not her own daughter she's like let's blame the other mm-hmm. let me get this other kid his other kid in trouble too like what and the 
fact that she did the fake polygraph test and she tried to evade and escape all, I mean, everything. It's, it's very obvious to anybody who's yeah. watching it. So she ends up, um, they, oh gosh, I, I should have even got the, the judge was, had a very good, uh, final in speech to her. Um, but she is in life. Yeah. Because they do not have the death penalty. And in, in, in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. So she's there with um Chris Watts. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um life without parole. And you heard from the beginning of the episode what he asked for. Um, and he asked for her last name to be stripped and for her to get all these years upon years, which she will never get out. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know about poor Harley. That's just awful. That poor girl. I don't know where she's going to end up. She'll be able to live a normal life. Like she, this is a case, but it's not like a big case where people are never going to forget her face, right? Like she'll be able to go to college oh, in a couple yeah, years yeah. and not be recognized and, you know, maybe change her. At least she wasn't stout, stout or whatever it is. Poor Daddy Stalk, Al. Mm-hmm. She's always going to be searched and known as Leticia Stalk. Like mm-hmm. it's not. We're never going to search and know Leticia, whatever her yeah, maiden Ross name is, or whatever. Yeah, um, it sucks, but it's just it's. She's always going to be associated with his last name. The counts were first degree murder of a child under twelve by a person in. God, that's the longest. First degree murder. Of a child under 12 by a person in position of trust, tampering with physical evidence, and tampering with the deceased human, and sentenced to two life sentences. So she didn't chop him up to put him in the suitcase, right? Well, why did I think she chopped him up? She just stabbed him 18 times. Okay. I I guess he just had, she had to crumple him up. 11 years old is a big, that's big to put, it must have had been a, a big suitcase. Yeah. We had to really like crunch them in to make them fit in there, I would think. I just assumed he was chopped. Oh, well, that's good that he wasn't. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't I hate even. people. Uh, so there you go. Letitia Salk is the devil on earth, but she's no longer uh, roaming among us. Among us? Among us. Amongst. Amongst us. And she is um, in prison. Forever. And she, I I she'll hope she gets a multiple enemas at the same time okay. and maybe even a catheter. Uh, I don't know what's worse is killing a kid that's not yours or killing your kid. I think because this pisses me. I mean, any kid is horrible, but like killing somebody else's kid, that's. That's that like you're the one like you're there. You're taking somebody else's kid away. Like it's I don't know. <sighs> um, but then this is horrible, too, that my mind goes here. I would be so scared to remarry because daddy still has Lainey, right? Mm-hmm. Lena, Lena. Mm-hmm. He's remarried and now he's trusting another woman with his kid and he's probably still traveling off and leaving this kid with this woman like i would be i know i mean that's like a it's quick, too quick remarriage it's too quick 
So I I think this, he needs to go to counseling behind that. To, how was this lady? Why does she want to marry him? You're I'm, going through all this. You want to get involved with somebody while they're going through all of that? Because they weren't. I mean, this just happened in 2020, and they were married. They were married when this was. Who was married? Well, when did Letitia they get, and, They got married in 2015. They were together in 2020. In 2020, when this, when this still happened, and now it's 2023, and he's already remarried, and this wife is by his side. Yes. And so now I'm Lainey has know. a new stepmama. I know that so is watching why her. Why is this lady the new mom? Why is new wife? Who wants to get involved in that when you like you're like, hey, oh, by the way, I'm in the middle of a murder trial. My son just got murdered, and it's by a stepmom. And do you want to go? Do you want to go have steak? Like, do you want to go get some wine? Like, I'm like, well, actually, if it was me, I probably will run to the red flags. Like we've already discussed. So I don't think I want to deal with that. Mm -mm. I'm not doing it. And it's probably a daddy, a single daddy is like, oh, great, yes, I do need help with the kids. Like, that's probably why he was like, great, yes, Letitia, I'll marry you. Oh, yes, yeah. I do need a mama for these kids. I have to travel a lot. Great. But, man, to do it again? No. Do like Dr. Laura Schlesinger says, and you stay single till your kid is 18 and out that house because you've done it once. You've done it twice and it didn't work. You married a crackhead. It mm -hmm. didn't work. You married a sociopath, she killed your kid, it didn't work, and now you just need to be single. Now you married the nurse. It's probably a nurse that's going to poison your kid. Yeah, and we're going to have to do the nurse nurse's story next time. Oh, it's horrible, but that's where my mind goes. I do think there's something wrong with that. Sorry, y'all. This is the Truth Podcast this week. Talk about it. Hey, Suzanne! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Register for the live show. We'll see y'all next week with a new quickie and a new story. Who knows where we're going? Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. I was BGTF. Bye, y'all. This has been a Rogue Media Network. Oh, shit.